My brothers and sisters, we continue our prayer for the great struggle that continues in our world, especially in the Middle East, in the Ukraine, and across the world, where there is so much conflict, war everywhere, disorder, disharmony, a lack of peace. So as we celebrate today this great feast of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his manifestation to the world, we pray, we beg God, please, I beg you to beg God to return sanity to our world, that there can be an end to this war, these wars, and that there will be no more killing and that it would be restored a sense of peace. That's what we pray for today. Gaza and Israel is a terrible conflict, and it continues. So we pray in a special way for them, for our beloved friends who are there, and for all the people of those lands, that they in a special way will hear our word, our prayer, our love, our care, and our support today. So thank you for that. We had quite a night last night. We had a beautiful event for Sister Edith Prendergast, who sits there in those empty seats <laughs> each Sunday. Sister Edith was the director of the Office of Religious Education for many, many years, and is especially known for the Congress. And so last night on this Feast of the Epiphany, because she has grown old and ill, like me, <laughs> we uh, said goodbye. Uh, she'll be returning home to um, her land of Ireland where she was born so she can find the comfort of her family. Uh, she will miss us and we certainly will miss her because she was such a force for good. But we want to make sure today that we remember her and honor her in a special way. The gift that she gave to our world was just the gift, the gift of the epiphany, this manifestation of God's love to everyone. So in a special way, we pray for her today. I'll talk a little bit more about that in, in the homily, but I just wanted to mention that to you. And also on live stream this morning, we have our parish administrator, Felipe Sanchez, He's had a, he has one of these bikes, you know, with a motor on it, a little small. He got hit by a car. So he's at, he's at UCLA Hospital and um, is recovering. Broke some nice ribs <laughs> and uh, clavicle, I think. But he's a strong guy and he's healthy. So we pray for you, Felipe, this morning and uh, offer you our prayer and our love and our support. Uh, we made it through last night without you, but we missed you. And uh, we're so grateful that uh, you're on the mend, and we pray for you in a very special way today. Thank you. That's good. He's an incredible man. So, my sisters and brothers, I have two thoughts today on this Feast of the Epiphany. One is that incredible belief that this Jesus who we call the king of the Jews, 
was not just for the Jewish people. He was for everyone. And if you and I, with all our hearts, have come to believe, especially in this community of faith, that the gift of the nativity, of the birth of our Savior, is a gift for everyone. I know you're tired of hearing me say these words, but Francis says them again and again. He came for todos, 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 for all of us. He came for all of us. Some of us are struggling. Some of us might be in a great spot. Others are having all kinds of issues that they fit. All sorts of things. But that's the gift and the beauty of this great feast today. This manifestation of a child. A child in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a little barn, a stable. And what do the great magi, the great people from the east, what do they see? When they come into that place, they see Mary, his mother, with this little child in her arms. And the Magi represent us, my brothers and sisters. It represents all of us. So have no fear. Believe that this Jesus came for you and for me. When I go out on Christmas Eve and spend just an hour or so in this community of Santa Monica, giving just a small little gift to the people that are on the streets living alone. My only word to them is that Jesus Christ came for you and for me. A lot of people don't believe that. It shocks me. There's so much depression and anxiety and, and restlessness in the human heart because we don't believe that. We must believe that. That's at the core, at the center of who we are as a faith, as a life, as a community. This Christ is born again in you and me. And brothers and sisters, we must do the same. We must manifest that love to everyone, to those who are struggling, to people we've had an argument with, to people we may not even talk to anymore, to the person we divorced, to the person with whom we struggled. We've got to be that call, that light, that gift of love. Sister Edith is such an example. I used to watch her at Congress because I had that job and I know the enormous stress 
of having 30,000 people right at you in a conference like that. It's, it's tough. And every little person that would come up to here, every one of them, I'd see it. They'd ask her something. She'd go out and she'd hand her a ticket to some workshop that they wanted to see. Or just to, to give a, a good word to that person. Or just some little act of saying, well, why don't you go into the lounge and have a cup of coffee? That was her spirit. That was the gift of her epiphany. That's what we're called, my brothers and sisters, by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today, to be. We're called to be that light. We're called to be that force. We're called to be that love that manifests itself to everyone. To everyone. No exceptions to everyone. And then finally, my sisters and brothers today, I hope that as you and I begin this year, I see all these gymnasiums and equinox and places filled with new people with new hopes for a better future. Wouldn't it be wonderful if each of us made some better effort this year at coming to know that person of Jesus Christ? I've got three or four people sitting right here in front of me with their cornerstone t-shirts on. Stand up and let them look at you. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> That's a program that we have in this parish. It's simply, simply to get us to have an opportunity to get to know the person of Jesus Christ in a better way. I beg you, my brothers and sisters, let's not this year go by us without making that decision to come to know, to embrace, to love more dearly the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I know I'm going to meet my maker soon enough. And I don't want him to say to me, who are you? He won't. I want him to recognize my voice. And I want to recognize his. And the only way we will do that, my brothers and sisters is if we take a little time and do a retreat, go to a conference, take some time for prayer, do the 19th annotation, become more active in the life of a community of faith 
whose only purpose is not to raise money, whose only purpose is to help each and every one of us come to know more intimately, more dearly, the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That, my brothers and sisters, is the feast we celebrate. Thank you, and I love you.